Welcome to episode 20 of In the Abstract, the Lakeland Title podcast. I'm your host, Brian Johnson, the founder and owner of Lakeland Title. And for this episode, since we just started a new year, I wanted to go over things that uh, everyone should uh, do or consider at least once a year in your legal and financial life. So some of these will apply to everyone. Some of them will only apply if in certain situations. So the first one we're going to start off with is your credit report. So every year you want to be checking uh, your credit report. Uh, just because if there are any sort of inaccuracies or any sort of like fraud or anything like that that's going on, you want to catch that as soon as possible. And so if you're checking your credit report at least once a year, if there is anything in there that you need to dispute or, you know, someone's taking out credit in your name or anything like that, identity theft, anything like that, the faster you catch it, the easier it is to get it resolved. You are legally entitled to see a copy of your credit report for free once a year. So each of the uh, three credit reporting companies, so that's TransUnion, Equifax and Experian, they have to show you a copy of your credit report for free once a year. So some people do this all at once and they request all three all at once. Some people space it out and they request it from one company every four months. Either way you want to do it is fine, just as long as you're looking at that credit report so you can see uh, what's going on. You know, and some examples would be, you know, if there was some sort of fraud or anything like that, if you catch it, you know, within a year, it's a lot easier to get it taken care of. Uh, anything that you need to dispute. So maybe it, you know, there's a report on there that you paid a bill late, but you can show that I didn't pay that late. You know, you'll probably still have those records if you catch it within, within a year. And so that's why uh, you want to do that. And, and they make it pretty simple for you to kind of uh, dispute any inaccuracies that are in that, that report. It's usually just a little button. You can, you can click on the link when they send you your report. Now this is just the report. So they don't, they're not legally uh, have to show you your credit score. Uh, they may want to charge you if you want to actually see your credit score, which is fine. But before you pay to see your credit score, you should uh, check with your credit card companies because a lot of credit card companies, just as a perk for card members, will let you see your credit score whenever you want for free. So before you pay to see your credit score, you, know, you might want to check to see if maybe you can get it for free uh, just through some of the credit, card that you, credit cards that you might have. But uh, in any event, you want to get that report so you can see and make sure it's accurate because you wouldn't want, you know, a few years from now to go apply for a mortgage or a car loan or something like that. And you see, you know, there's something on your credit report that, you know, means you can't get that loan and it's inaccurate uh, and you could have corrected it a long time ago, but now years have passed and it's just a lot harder to resolve those kind of things after so much time has passed. The next one is your taxes. So when tax filing time comes around, you're going to want to consider, are you getting a huge refund or are you having to write a check to the IRS if taxes are already being withheld? Because that'll mean that either not enough is being withheld or too much is being withheld to pay those taxes. Because ideally, you want the number to be zero. That's not really realistic. But you want either the refund you're getting or the amount you have to write a check for to be as small as possible. So if you're getting a big refund, that means that too much is being withheld. And so you're going to want to talk to your company about withholding less. And uh, you can talk to you know whoever handles payroll at your company to, to get that uh, taken care of. If you're having to write a check, that means that not enough is being withheld. And so you're going to want to talk to them again to make sure that the right amount is being withheld so that you either get uh, the smallest refund possible or write, are writing the smallest check possible. So that's just something to think about uh, once a year. And then another thing you're going to want to consider is uh, what changes have occurred in your life over the past year. Uh, did you get married? Did you get divorced? Are there new children in your life, be it you know your own children or nieces, nephews, that kind of thing? Uh, because that's going to affect, do you need maybe some estate documents? You know, do you need to have a will drafted because they, you know, you, now you have a spouse or now you have kids or there are additional kids. So maybe you already have a will, but you need to change it to include, 
the new children in your life, kind of things like that. Do you need some kind of guardianship declaration? All those kind of things are things you need to consider if your life circumstances have changed in that way. And this also goes to your retirement accounts and your insurance policies. So if you got married or you know divorced or there are new children in your life, do the beneficiaries on your retirement accounts and your insurance policies need to change based on your change in life circumstances? Uh, because I can tell you, I've seen uh, in my practice where you know someone doesn't change those beneficiaries on their insurance policies, and then something happens, and you know the beneficiary was their you know ex-wife or something like that, and you know their new wife isn't too happy about that, you know, or they have these wills that don't include uh, you know other children that they had because they you know made this will when they only had one child, and now they have more, or you know any kind of things like that, and so you're going to want to think about that. Uh, if, you know, if there were any kind of changes like that in your life, you know, do you need to change, you know, your estate documents and, and your beneficiary designations on your various, you know, insurance policies and retirement accounts? Because with things like insurance and retirement accounts, whoever you designate that beneficiary as, that's where it goes. And so there's no real way for anybody to dispute that if it's incorrect. You know, it's up to you to keep that updated and make sure that it has the right people listed. Uh, another thing is with that is also your emergency contact. So do you have your emergency contact updated with, you know, maybe if you got married or got divorced, like, have you updated that to reflect any changes that happened in your life over the past year? And then next, uh, we'll talk about, uh, do you have an LLC? So do you run uh, your main business through an LLC that you control, or do you have maybe a side gig that you run through an LLC? Uh, if so, you have to file an annual report in most states, uh, like Louisiana, you have to file an annual report every single year. And the fee is usually nominal. Uh, but it's just something to keep your information updated with the Secretary of State. Uh, and so you wanna you're going to want to remember to file that uh, every year, because if you don't, the Secretary of State can revoke your LLC charter. And then to get it reinstated, it costs a whole lot more than the annual report filing fee. And also, if you, you know, let that lapse and your LLC charter gets revoked, uh, in some states, including Louisiana, after a certain amount of years passes and that charter has been revoked, someone else can come take your LLC name. And there's really nothing... You can do about it because you failed, you know, to file those annual reports for for so many years. So that's something you're going to want to keep up with if you have an LLC, uh, you know, either for your main business or some sort of side side gig that you might have. Uh, it's just an important thing to keep up with because, uh, you know, it's it, those fees just increase the longer and longer you let it go without you filing those uh, annual reports. So that's something you're going to want to uh, think about if you have an LLC. Now, another one is, um, did you leave a job this year? So if you left a job this year, did you get paid out for everything that you were uh, entitled to? So uh, a lot of company policies, you know, vacation days will vanish, but in some companies, vacation days will get paid out if you don't use them or if you, you know, leave. You know, is there any sort of compensation that you're owed from that old boss? You're going to want to look at your employment contract and the office policies from that job that you left and make sure that there was nothing that they, you know, forgot to pay you for when you left. So uh, those kind of things are important. I've also seen that in my practice where people had, uh, you know, compensation that they were owed that was just never paid out. And, you know, they had to kind of, uh, you know, do some, do some fighting to get that, but they eventually did get it because it was compensation that they were legally owed. So you want to make sure if you left a job that you got everything that you were entitled to. And now we'll talk about rent. So if you're leasing either for your business or for your personal residence, if you're renting, uh, you're going to want to think about your lease. Uh, if you haven't looked at your lease in a while, you're going to want to look uh, because does the rent increase this year? So a lot of leases will have automatic increases every year or every certain number of years, there'll be an automatic rent increase. And so you're gonna wanna think about that uh, because if you're, you know, if this is a year where you're 
rent increase kicks in, you're going to want to be able to be prepared for that uh, and not be you know caught off guard by that. Also, is your lease expiring soon? Uh, because most leases will require you to give notice if you're going to renew or not. And if you don't renew, then the whole lease might renew on its own. It could have an automatic renewal. So you're going to want to be uh, aware of that. You know, Do you have to notify your landlord that you're not going to renew, renew the lease? Do you have to notify them that you're going to renew the lease or you or you lose that right to renew it and, and they could you know not, not lease the space to you anymore? So that's something that you want to uh, think about you know, on a yearly basis, uh, just because a lot of people I've seen it happen before where people just don't realize that the automatic renewal is kicking in or the rent increase is kicking in. And then they're hit with this letter from their landlord saying, you owe us all this money, or you know, we can't let you out of this lease because it automatically renewed for another year or two years or whatever it says uh, in that lease contract. So that's something you're going to want to think about. And another uh, property related one, did you buy a new home uh, in the past year? A lot of states, including Louisiana, we have a new home warranty act. And so certain things are covered within the first year of owning that home and within, you know, a certain number of years after that. So you're going to want to think about if you, you know, are you hitting, you know, the first year of you owning that home or the, or the third year or the fifth year, you're going to want to think about, are there any claims I need to make under that new home warranty act that are about to expire uh, in this year? So that's something you want to think about uh, on a yearly basis. And another one uh, with property is uh, your insurance. So did you make any changes to your house? Did you add on to it? Did you do any kind of renovations or anything like that that might affect the value? And so your house is not insured for enough anymore. And so you may need to adjust your insurance policies because, oh, I added on, you know, another, you know, 200 square feet or something like that. Or we redid bathrooms in the kitchen and things like that. And the house is worth more now. We need to increase our insurance so that we're covered for the actual full value of our house you know, because the insurance company is not going to know if you do that unless you tell them. So you got to, you know, make sure that your insurance policies for your house are all, uh, you know, up to the right value and that, you know, you don't have, uh, you're not lacking any sort of coverage in case something, you know, God forbid happens. And the last one I'm going to go over is uh, your net worth. Now your net worth is something you're going to want to think about. And if you have a net worth spreadsheet or anything like that, uh, you're going to want to look at that uh, at least once a year. Uh, your net worth is just simply uh, everything you own versus everything that you owe. So, you know, any sort of assets like, uh, you know, IRAs, 401ks, uh, stocks, crypto, uh, a house, anything like that, any sort of assets minus any sort of debts that you had. So, you know, credit cards, mortgages, anything like that, you know, any kind of loans, car loans, you know, so you just want to you know, make a spreadsheet and or, you know, there's probably some kind of program out there that can do it for you. I just use a simple spreadsheet and you just kind of total it up so you can see what your net worth is. Uh, and that's a good thing to look at at least once a year because you just kind of want to know if you're you're on track to achieving your financial goals. So, you know, are you not saving enough? You know, maybe you're saving too much. Maybe, you know, maybe you could live a little and you don't need to be, uh, you know, as, as frugal as you are being. Uh, but it's something that you want to be aware of because you don't want to wake up and uh, realize that, oh, I'm, I didn't save enough, you know, or I, I, I saved too much and I didn't, you know, have enough fun in my life or anything like that. It's just something you want to be aware of, you know, where you are, uh, you know, on your financial journey, because ideally, you know, you want to have a nice net worth and be able to ret retire and have, you know, a comfortable retirement. And the only way to really know if you're on track to do that, you know, is to, to look at what your net worth is uh, at least once a year, you know, so that you can make adjustments and so that you're not uh, just kind of caught off guard, wake up in your 60 and, you know, you, you weren't looking at any of this stuff. And so you can't really retire the way that you would like to, or you can't retire at all. And that would just be a, you know, uh, unfortunate situation. So you're going to want to know what your net worth is. And so you can make adjustments accordingly. So I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, 
please like and subscribe. And if you have any suggestions on, on something that you maybe thought I should have covered that I didn't cover, leave it in the comments. If you're listening to this on a podcast platform, you know, please give us a, a five-star review and subscribe to the podcast so that you'll see new episodes when they come out. And if you have any suggestions on things that we should have covered that, that you'd like me to cover, you know, maybe I'll do a follow-up on it and include some of your suggestions on it. Uh, you can email us at podcast at brclosing.com and we'll see y'all next time.